This is episode nine, the one where Underdog gets away with Terrence Terrell. Hey guys, and welcome to I Have No Friends. I'm your host, Leandra Ryan, and each week I'll be taking you through an episode of Friends while providing comedic commentary through the eyes of the modern millennial female. Today I have with me Emmy-winning actor, author, and singer Terrence Terrell. Uh, You can see him on the show Bigger on BET Streaming, produced and directed by Will Packer, as well as First Wives Club on BET Streaming, and he is the new face of Progressive, playing the motar did i say that right <laughs> yeah, motar right. half motorcycle half man <laughs> terrence welcome <laughs> right, thank you for having me <laughs> you're killing it man you know we work hard yeah <laughs> yeah congrats on all your recent stuff thank you thank you it's, it's been an amazing ride i think after we just wrapped last week well i'm bigger so this week i've actually sat down and like oh wow i did a lot of stuff yeah <laughs> yeah so you consider yourself a Friends fan? Yes, yes. Okay. I remember Friends when I was a a kid. Um, I love Lucy, and then it became Friends. Mm. Yeah, interesting. Really weird. Yeah, yeah. There's like there's like a forty year span of exactly. of TV where you were just like, nah, <laughs> nah Friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Would you say you've seen every episode? No. Or? no okay. No. 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 Okay. Just trying to get a feel for where we're no, at. No, like, here. yeah, don't kill me. Not too much. I see you. Like, you're ready. I you're o- ready. I'm only going to ask you one trivia question. Okay, cool. So <laughs> it's not it's not the end of the world. But no. I'm, I'm just wondering how. No, but I love um, not a lot of them. I've seen um, most of them. I'm pretty familiar with them. Cool. Um, and, yeah, big fans of mostly all of them. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, the first thing I like to do is get into a piece of trivia that I found about the episode. Okay. So a couple episodes after this, in the one with Mrs. Bing, the posters with the tagline, what Mario isn't telling you, are still around when Phoebe and Monica are walking around the street. Okay. So I just thought that was interesting because I never noticed that before. I'm going to have to look for that now. Like wow. they, they keep the posters up and like in a couple episodes, you still see the posters in the background. I love that. Yeah, I think that's cool. That's smart. It's a nice touch. Yes, I love that. Yeah. Because yeah, they never go away. Yeah. oh man that's that whole this is why we don't do stock photography no you you never know how they're gonna use that shit you never know yeah i did it once and somebody stole my uh what is still a good stock photography uh i had they put me in the mall of america and i had like diamonds all on my neck and earrings like they put the diamonds on there. It was like a jewelry store. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was like, "How do you pay that?" <laughs> but yeah, you know, stock photography. Yeah, uh, that sucks. <laughs> All right, cool trivia time. Let's get for it for you. I have this super old book, so let's. That is hilarious. It, this is a this is this book is from two thousand three. It looks so old. Choose <laughs> a number between one and one hundred and eighty-two. One oh five. 105 let's see okay now let me just preface this by saying if you don't know this i'd love for you to like venture a guess okay (laughs) okay rachel during a game of poker says you know what i think i'm going to make a little blank pile make a little playing poker i'm like a little 
Shit pal? I don't know why that came in my head. <laughs> Is it shit pal? It's actually a Ross pile because she's like killing Ross in poker and he was being like, he was <laughs> being an ass about it earlier when he was winning. So then she was like, I'm going to put like a the chips Ross that I, that I kill, take from yeah, you. Yeah, because she's t- killing him. Okay. The little Ross pile. That but I like shit pile. And, you know, depending on how you feel about Ross, you know, right, that shit, could yeah. be the same. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Ross. Yeah. He was... Th- he was he was not that interesting to me. Yeah, Ross is I don't think Ross is anyone's like favorite. Yeah, he, he just wasn't really interesting to me. Yeah. While he was there, even in this episode, like he was there. He was like the tagline at the end all the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I wonder how that worked on set. Hmm? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Because they got all the good jokes and stuff and he just came in with the, like the <laughs> Well, this feels like Thanksgiving. Right. <laughs> That was Chandler that said that. Oh, shit. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Hold on. What? Ross is, Ross the, is the one that's talking to the baby in this episode. Okay. I, no, actually, I like Ross. I was thinking of Chandler. Mm. Chandler's the one I really didn't really feel. Ross was the one I loved. He was yeah. funny. Yeah. Yeah. Ross is funny. Yeah. I mean, they're all funny. I like... I you mean, didn't like Ross? I mean, I'm not like... If I have to choose my favorite Friends character, it's not going to be Ross. But Ross is probably your, like, the fuckboy thing for you, isn't he? No, Ross isn't a fuckboy. Okay. He's, like, the opposite of a fuckboy. Okay, cool. Ross is, like, he's been with, like, one person. I know, but, like, <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> he's, he's, like, like not a fuckboy. Okay, cool. <laughs> no, Ross is good. He has, like, a heart of gold. Okay. But, yeah. The Chandler was the boring one. You thought Chandler was boring? I, didn't really I guess like he Chandler. didn't have a lot to do in this episode. Okay, yeah. Well, he just wasn't like, you know, brown hair. And he was just like, <laughs> the rest of them all, all had a thing. Like, Phoebe was a smelly cat. Smelly, like, oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Chandler's thing is like, he's sar- he's sarcastic. Yeah, so it's like, okay. He like cool. deflects. Yeah, a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So that's his thing. Um. All right. Well, what. What friends character are you? <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like I'm a little bit of Ross, um, mixed in with a little bit of. Um, sometimes I could be Phoebe, a little bit. Okay, I like see that. Some, yeah, sometimes. Uh huh. When I don't like thinking, I could be Phoebe. Yeah. <laughs> so Ross, like the cool. Like, he's smart, but he's still cool. He could be that guy if he wants to be mm-hmm. and turn it on. And then Phoebe, because, you know, it's it's okay to play dumb sometimes. <laughs> That's such an interesting combination. Because, yeah. first of all, I've never heard anyone be like, Ross is cool. I like him. He was like, yeah. Yeah. But Ross, like, in general, is known for being, like, sort of the nerd mm-hmm. of the show. And... And like you know, the smart one and as Phoebe's well. And no, I would say actually, Joey's the dumb one. Phoebe's more just like in her own world, like kind of flighty. Yeah, yeah, she's like kind of flaky and like whatever. Yeah, just kind of like coasting through life. Yeah, like that's, that's Phoebe's my lazy part in my life. Yeah. No, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. All right. Well, uh, let's get into the the storylines that it. are happening. I feel like. You know, usually I try to sort of pick like the three storylines that are happening. In this one, I feel like there's there's like either there's either like five or mm-hmm. there's like two. And so for me, it's like Monica and Ross hosting Thanksgiving for the first time, and sort of everyone has their own like reason for why they end up there. Mm-hmm. They're a little like mini storylines, right? 
And then the other one that's just sort of like the B storyline, I would say, is Ross talking to his unborn baby because Susan is doing it and he feels insecure about that. So let's start with the Thanksgiving, the Monica and Ross hosting Thanksgiving. So basically how it's introduced is their parents are going to Puerto Rico Mm -hmm. for Thanksgiving with their friends. And this is the first time that they haven't gone home to their parents for Thanksgiving. So they decide that they're going to have it at the apartment. Rachel wants to go home. Yeah, she wants to go. Well, not home. She wants to go to Vail Uh to go skiing with her family. Right. And she can't afford the ticket and her friends end up giving her the money. So she gets the ticket and then she ends up not being able to go because underdog gets loose. Loose over the town. Yeah. And they lose the key. Yeah, they lose the key. So they get locked out. They burn the dinner. Rachel misses her flight. Um, and so that's that's kind of what happens there. And then Joey's thing is he does stock photography, <laughs> basically, and ends up on a poster, yeah, where it's like, I have VD, basically. Everywhere. Yeah, and it's everywhere. So his family apparently thinks he has VD, and then they... And they invite him. Yeah, <laughs> which is, like, ridiculous. Horrible. Like... <laughs> Well, they didn't want him touching everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then Chandler's thing is that he hates Thanksgiving because when he was nine years old, his parents told them told him on Thanksgiving that they were getting divorced. There was like a pool boy involved in that. I don't know if they said that in this episode, but yeah. <laughs> and there's a whole thing there. So all of this is going on in the Thanksgiving sort of storyline. So any any initial thoughts that you wanted to throw out about this whole scenario? About the episode? Yeah, and just specifically like the just the whole hosting Thanksgiving and everyone everything we just talked about, like that whole I think it my thoughts were just even when it first, you know, came on, it, it was like Monica, I get what she was trying to do, but that'd be my worst nightmare, trying to please everybody and she was trying to be the beacon of light. Um, and you just could tell it was going to be a disaster. Mm. Like, even when Phoebe said, can we put, we'll have lumps in them like he wants, but can we do peas and onions? Like my mom, she was like, why peas and onions? Well, that was she, how she made them before she died. Mm-hmm. She's like, okay, shit. <laughs> and then at the end of the day, like, she's really, really trying. Even even with um, Ross, I feel like he really didn't even want to be there. He still, all the way to the end, was like, mom doesn't hit. Mom did the, does it this way. Mom does it that way. Yeah. So she was really trying to carry Thanksgiving on her own. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, this was going to be a disaster. Yeah, I mean, she's such a people pleaser. Such a people pleaser. And it's... Like the worst person to be. Yeah, it's exhausting to be a people pleaser. Because people never are pleased. Yeah. They always want more. You can't please everyone. You can't make three different kinds of potatoes. No, that would be horrible. Yeah. Like where you get the box from? Like, what? Be, that's a family value pack of potatoes. <laughs> well, to be fair, I don't think she's buying them in boxes. I think she's like making them oh. from potatoes. Oh, that's horrible. And then she had to like skin them and do all that. That's mm-hmm. fucked up. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that, wow. Yeah. That makes it that much worse. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. I just get the feeling that Monica wouldn't, I feel like. She's not going to half-ass no. like her first Thanksgiving. No, like she was like really trying to be passionate. And then yeah. Um, yeah, uh, Rachel was like, oh, now I'm stuck here with you guys. So yeah, yeah. I get it. And she had a little blowout moment. Yeah. So actually, the first thing, I was like, oh, my God, this is going to be a disaster. Yeah, yeah. I actually have a clip of that moment. I'm going to play it, and then we can continue. Why would I have the key? Oh. 
from the fact that you said you had them? But I didn't! Well, you should have. Why? Because! Why? Because! Why? Because everything is my responsibility? Is that, I mean, isn't it enough that I'm making Thanksgiving dinner for everyone? You know, everyone wants a different kind of potato. So I'm making different kinds of potatoes. I mean, does anybody care what kind of potatoes I want? No! 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 You know, just as long as Phoebe gets her peas and onions and Mario gets his tots and... Okay, Monica, only dogs can hear you now. So. Look, the door's open. Here we go. Oh, God. I mean, talk about building a monologue. Right. That was... <laughs> that was even that cry at the end when she couldn't breathe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then Chandler with the sarcastic comment yeah, instead like, of, like, well, only dogs trying to comfort you know. her. Right. Yeah. 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 That, that was bound to happen. Yeah, that was rough. You just can't. And she was like... She was like, is it my... Because, yeah, Rachel was like, you're supposed to have the keys. Like, you're the responsible one. Like, yeah. you're supposed to have the keys. Yeah. Yeah. So Unfair. It's unfair of them, but also, like, she totally sets herself up for that. Like All the time. She, yeah. That's right. just who she is. Yeah. It's like, well, you're supposed to have the keys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. You treat people how to treat you, or you teach people, people how, how to treat, treat you. you. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I'm so sad. Yeah. So that whole thing happened. <laughs> What else? Rachel going to Vail. Yeah, I don't know. Are you a skier? No, I'm afraid to ski. Yeah, I kind of am too. I've never skied I, I, before. And I remember at one point I was like, oh. But you know, like when you watched, uh, what was it, Goofy? Remember Goofy? He always like fell off a cliff or like ran into a tree. <laughs> and I never Is wanted, that why you're scared Yeah, I was always scared of it. Then of when I grew up, I was like, oh. Then Sony Bono dies like that. That's like the big, like that, Sony Bono. And then what was the actress name that, um. Liam Neeson's wife. No, she was on a horse, right? She fell off a horse mm -hmm. and her that, and I like know. bumped her head and died the next day. Oh my but god! Yeah, it's just like I'm good. <laughs> I don't know. No. Yeah, no one in my family skis. It's just not a thing that yeah, I've and done. And then I'm but. big. I'm like that's a lot of weight to be on two sticks going full speed. Like, what are you gonna do? Yeah. Yeah. No. I'm scary. Yeah, very scary. Yeah. So she keeps shooping. Shoot! Shoot! Which is real annoying. Yeah. Like, <laughs> shoop, shoop, shoop. <laughs> yeah. And I love that the plane ticket is only $100. $100 and she can't. <laughs> and then why did she call? And I, I, was, I was thinking about that the other day when I left out the airport. Remember at one point you could bring your family all, going to the airport was like a family affair. They could bring you all the way to the gate. Oh, yeah. Remember? Mm -hmm. And then I can walk you down. Put you in a seat and, you know, your mom kiss you. And then right before the plane leaves, you see her waving yeah. and crying. <laughs> and so when Rachel picked up the phone, it was like, okay, the plane's gone. I'm like, how did you get somebody on the phone that quick? Yeah, I totally thought that too. I was like, yeah, that's not real. But, you know, it's acting. <laughs> yeah. And also, like, who would you call? Like, you call the airline, but would they know yeah, the plane is like, gone? Yeah, the plane's gone. But I guess back in the day, you, you could have done that. But, yeah, it's like, wow. Now you can't even, like. Drop them off at the curb. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I love that in 1994, like, a $100 plane ticket was, like, a thing. Yeah. Also. And now plane tickets are, what, $700, $800? Well, it depends. It depends but on where you're going. You're, you're, you're going to spend at least 300 Well, no matter where you go to going. Vegas. What, Vegas was, like, what? No, San Francisco's, like, $60. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Round All trip, right. it's, like, 110 
Good to know. Yeah. I need to go to San Francisco more often. Yeah. Well, you're you're going to be on New York. <laughs> so trust me, that's going to be a whole nother Yeah, it's going to be different. Ugh. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, Joey has VD apparently. Yes. So help me out here. VD. It means venereal disease, right? Right. Which is it just like a general term for all STDs? It's not a physical. It's not. Yeah, it's not like that's like VD isn't like one type of disease. It's like a. I feel like I don't know why VD. I I kept thinking like only girls can have it for some reason, but then I was like, <laughs> no. It's like an overall thing. So I guess you just don't know what it is. It's yeah. like so general. Yeah. Like gonorrhea can be cured, but like. I think it's. I think it's just like saying someone has like an STD, yeah. like of any kind. Yeah, and back then, you know, that was a huge thing. Now it's like, oh, just take, go, go get a shot. <laughs> <laughs> what do you get a shot for? I don't. You get a shot for like gonorrhea. You get a, sh- you, there's oh, a really? shot for everything. Gonorrhea, oh. any STD, you get a shot. Oh, I thought they were pills, but I don't. Shot, know. Pills and shots. Oh, okay. And then you can't have sex for like seven days. Yeah. Yeah. I've had a uh, yeah. I've had a lot of UTIs in my lifetime, so I know what that's like. Just you know, having yeah. to having to hold off. We're good. Right. It's like, rough. Yeah, it's yeah, rough times. Days. I really think it's like two days, but they just say seven days to make sure it's gone. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. So like it's painful. <laughs> it's so. not, yeah. It's ho- yeah. It's yeah. like why on. why you don't want to. Anyway. I remember one time I saw a billboard for Vampire Diaries mm-hmm. and it said catch VD. That was like wow. their advertisement for Vampire Diaries because right. like VD, VD Vampire, Vampire Diaries. Diaries. But I was like, this doesn't make me want to, like I get what you're doing, but this is not make me want to like watch yeah, Vampire Diaries not, yeah, now. Like, <laughs> And I also love when Joey comes in and he's wearing like makeup. full female makeup, which yeah. would never happen like on like any set. He's wearing like blush and lipstick and I'm yeah. like, what are you? And then in the photo, he looks like he's totally natural. Like, right. Totally natural. Yeah. Black, it's black and white. It's just yeah. grainy. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. And then Chandler, he hates Thanksgiving notoriously and he doesn't eat any Thanksgiving food. So he always he like eats sandwiches. That yeah. They had to share at the end. But then he got really, I think he got really excited at the end when everyone had to have grilled cheese. Because yeah. it was like his type of his Thanksgiving. Moment, yeah. And that was really cute. So at the end, they're like all bummed and they're just like sitting around or whatever. And then Phoebe points out that ugly naked guy has an ugly naked friend, a girlfriend. And they start doing the ugly naked dance. Ugly naked dancing. Yeah. And then that kind of makes them thankful for being with each other. Mm-hmm. And then they kind of, and then they have grilled cheese. And and, and, and and call it a night. Yeah. Yeah. So that was cute. It was nice. It was a nice episode. Yeah. Yeah. The whole baby thing, I was trying to really understand, but I guess just being grateful and uh, I was trying to see how that tied into the episode, being thankful for it. I don't know. I think it was just like a side yeah, storyline, like so, yeah, just like, like something else going on. Yeah. I was like, okay. I didn't remember the girl kept screaming. I'm like, was this film? Did, what did I had to remind myself or actually, I was like, did they film in front of a studio audience? Because she kept sp- like screaming. Yeah, like her lines out. So I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, and Susan, he was just yeah. all natural. He didn't care. He was just like, and she was like, "Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah." 
Yeah, I mean, this is only like her like second episode, I think. Yeah, she wasn't used to it. Then. Yeah, but yeah, we can we can move on to that story. So basically, what happens there is Ross finds out that Susan's been talking to the baby in the womb. Yes. And he gets jealous and insecure about that. And because wants to sing and talk. Well, talk. Yeah. yeah. So he's like, this is crazy. I don't believe that it can hear me, et cetera. But he does it because he wa- he doesn't want Susan to like Out have anything him. on him. Right. He yeah. Yeah. So he goes over there and he's doing that. And then he's like, I'm not the uh, Carol, which, by the way, this is the first time that we see this Carol. Because mm-hmm. the first I think it was the first episode or one of the first maybe it was episode two where carol's introduced and she's like hey i'm pregnant and it's a different actress wow i don't know if you remember so this no, is I don't remember that. so this is the first episode where we see the new carol and it's just like no one says anything about it it's just like a new person right so yeah this is her first episode tv magic yeah seriously so she's like well you he's like this this feels stupid or whatever and she's like well you can sing to it and he's like He's like, ew, gross, I'm not singing to the baby. And then, like, Susan walks in and he's like, here we go, or whatever, mm-hmm. like that monkey song or whatever. And then the baby starts, like, kicking, I guess. Yes, for, for the, the first, first time. time. And so they have, like, that moment, which is cute. Any any other thoughts on that situation? No, it was just so weird to, I guess, th- they were just grateful just to have, to be pregnant with, you know, I guess on Thanksgiving. I thought it was hilarious when he said, you guys have a lot of books on being a lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, yeah, you have to pass a course to be one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was some good writing. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, that was funny. And when he broke her flower. And I got yeah. a little irritated. I think it's a Virgo in me, though. Because, oh, you know, Virgo. Virgo too. Oh, my God. So when he yeah. broke the flower, I'm like, why would he do that? <laughs> yeah, it was such a, it gets such a big laugh. And it's so weird to me because, like, Never have I been like, oh, that person annoyed me. Let me like Break kill their, their flower. flowers. <laughs> like, that'll show them. Yeah, like, <laughs> but think about it. If you, if Virgo, I was just like coming back a week later and seeing that's the only flower that's hanging. Like that messes up your whole decor. <laughs> and I was like, that asshole. What would you do? You'd have to throw. You have that to flower. throw the flower away. Yeah. And I might. What if that's like you know in the in the batch? There's always that one big flower. Mm-hmm. And what if that was the big flower? And that looked like the big flower. Mm-hmm. And he broke it. Says a lot about Ross's character. He was the fuckboy of the episode. (laughs) Now we're getting fuckboy for that. Yeah. Uh, From the flowers' perspective, he probably is the fuckboy of the episode. Yeah, he's the fuckboy of the episode because of flower. It was small but very aggressive. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. All right, I have another clip. Everyone's telling me you gotta pick a major. You gotta pick a major. (laughs) So, on a dare, I pick paleontology. And you have no idea what I'm saying because, let's face it, you're a fetus. <laughs> you're just happy you don't have gills anymore. Look, you don't have to talk to it. You can sing to it if you want oh, to. please, I am not singing to your stomach, okay? How's it going? Here we come, walking down the street. Get the funniest looks from everyone we meet. Hey, hey... <laughs> hey, uh, <laughs> did you just feel that? I did. Uh, well, does it always? No, uh... no, that was the first. Hey, keep singing, keep singing. Uh, hey, hey, you're my favorite. <laughs> uh, and I can't wait to meet you. Uh, when you come out, I'll buy you a bagel and then we'll go to the zoo. <laughs> I felt it. 
time. Hey, hey, uh, I'm your daddy. I'm the one without any breasts. I love how the first thing he's going to do with his newborn child is buy him a bagel. Right. And take I'm him to the zoo. Take you to the zoo, buy you a bagel. <laughs> yeah. That was a cute moment, though. It was very nice. But then he, you know, of course, takes charge when he hits her hand. Like, get back. <laughs> yeah, that was a little aggressive. Yeah, he took, it, he took the moment back. Like, get back. Yeah. Yeah, it's a tug of war. Yeah. That dynamic between them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, now I want it to be Thanksgiving. I do want some dressing. Now I'm, like, I'm like ready for... Dressing. Do your family do, like, a big Thanksgiving thing? I mean, I don't go on for Thanksgiving anymore. Why? Because I just go on for Christmas. That makes more sense because you gotta yeah. go right. You gotta do the same damn thing over, right? It's like, like two, two weeks, weeks later. later. Yeah, it's stupid. So annoying. Yeah, so I I usually am like a Thanksgiving orphan, and I try to find like some kind of potluck to go to, <laughs> yeah. like around here. Yeah, but it's it's so funny because soon as Thanksgiving comes up or the Christmas, the city is dead. It literally takes yeah. ten minutes to get anywhere. Yeah, it's great. It's so amazing. <laughs> in Fourth of July, I'm so excited because I'm like, I'm sure people are going to Vegas mm-hmm. or somewhere, and I wanted to go out, but I'm just like, no, I'm gonna get me some buffalo wild wings, some mm-hmm. barbecue, mm-hmm. Um, buffalo wild wings, and come back and just lay down. Yeah, yeah, it's time to sit. Sounds great. I mean, I guess that's what Carol and Susan were planning because they it, this takes place on Thanksgiving and they have like no plans. They're no plans, like, no food, no nothing. Yeah, they're just like but hanging out with the baby. Yeah, and singing to it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm like such a sucker for the Thanksgiving Day Parade, though. I don't know why. Because it's yeah. like so boring most of the time. Like, I what? like the performances, like the musical performances. Yeah. But, and I don't mean like J-Lo, like lip syncing or whatever. I mean like Somebody the like, like the performances of like the Broadway show people. I like those. But most of it is like so boring. But I'm always like, like I record it. I like DVR Where the you going to like be there next year? Well, this yeah, year. Yeah, I probably won't go anywhere near it. You should at least once. <laughs> I mean, maybe. I don't Since know. you're there, you might as well do all the touristy stupid stuff. Like, you should do that. I do want to You should do go that. and do it at a horrible Times Square, New York Eve. Oh, God. I would never. Ball drop. People, like. I was in New York, like, two years ago for, for New Year's Eve, and we were, like, we're not going anywhere near. We, like, stayed in Brooklyn. Yeah, it's like, crazy. <laughs> like, they, like, I've. I'm not People camp out there and the People, ice like, wear diapers. It's hor- because they don't want to leave their place in line oh and there's too God. many people and they're there like all day. I, I'll die. It's, I'm not, I don't, I don't care that much. I just, uh, I don't, but I love the Thanksgiving day parade. Fourth of July is beautiful out there in New York. They do like these beautiful, um, firecrackers like everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. can see it from anywhere on the city though. Like if you had like, um, a nice little high rise, you'll be able to see it yeah. from any space. So it's good. Yeah. But you should do all that crazy stuff. I will. I will for sure. Yeah. Like we carry <laughs> sex in the city. Oh my God. That's like my dream. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you're about to live it. Yeah. Anything else that you want to, that you want to discuss about the, just sort of what's going on and. But I think you hit all of it because we're going to do the whole little best outfits and everything next. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'll save that. Yeah. That's it. Okay. Cool. Good episode though. Yeah. 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 They like taught you a little something too, like you know, be grateful. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You have a burnt turkey. Yeah. Hey. I think that's a sitcom thing. Like the worst thing to happen at Christmas or Thanksgiving is turkey burnt. Mm -hmm. Okay, they're burning the turkey. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It reminds me of a Christmas story. Yeah. Just like the best thing ever. 
Best movie. What ever. about Christmas in July? Is that a movie? Hold on, Christmas Story is the one with the lamp with the leg, right? Yeah. <gasps> but why did I think it was named? I thought it was titled Christmas in July. No. For a very long time. That you it know definitely doesn't take place in July. Right. I don't know <laughs> it why. It takes place on Christmas. Or maybe that was a, th- you know what it was? A TBS. You remember TBS? The station? It yeah. still is. It's around. Yeah, I was like, but, yeah, I remember it. Uh, I think they here. did like a run or something where they were playing Christmas movies in July. Oh, yeah. And they was like Christmas in July. So I always thought it was titled Christmas Oh, my in God. July. That's so funny. <laughs> but that was my favorite movie. You want to shoot your eye out? Yeah. Oh, you and my friend Jay does it. Exa- he didn't. He never seen the movie. But um, oh he gosh. did something. And um, I got emotional. He said, oh, you're going to cry. Like. <laughs> I just died laughing. Yeah. Because it reminded me of Christmas story. Yeah. yeah. Oh, such yeah. a good classic You're movie. Great. Yeah. But yeah. it makes me think of that because the Bumpus's dogs like eat their turkey. Oh, yeah. It's like and they tur- have to go to that Chinese restaurant yeah. on Christmas. And, oh, my God. And it's like super racist. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Those are good days. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get into some segments. Let's go. Most dated references. Dated references. What was yours? Give me one. I have like five. I feel like there were a lot in this episode. So first of all, underdog. Yes. That was pretty dated. Like I literally forgot about him. Like I literally I didn't know about him until I the only reason I know about underdog is from friends. Exactly. Wow. Because there's actually so that show ended in seventy three. I looked it up. And obviously, like, we were in a lifetime. Why is Underdog floating? It's, wow. Yeah, because this takes place in 94. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. But there's, it's kind of interesting because there's a lot of references to Underdog in Friends. Yeah? Yeah, like, in one of the earlier episodes, like, before this one, Monica's, like, talking about him on a date. And then at some point, like, late, much later in the series, Ross is, like, interviewing for a, like, a grant or something Mm -hmm. for his, like paleontology or whatever and the guy's like the guy asks him who the voice of underdog is because he's like trying to screw with him he's trying to mess him up because ross is dating his ex right anyway so there's like a lot of underdog references and friends for some reason and wow, it's like a really old reference wow must be one of the writers thing yeah maybe someone was super into underdog that's hilarious yeah so yeah that one and then we already talked about the plane ticket that costs a hundred dollars yeah like come on that's pretty dated Having a paper ticket, like she has a paper ticket, and she when yes. when they're locked out, she's like, "I have to get my ticket." Yeah, and I'm like, "Well, you need your ID, right. but like, you could, if you have your phone, like, you could go to the airport. Right. You wouldn't have your wow. luggage, but yeah. like, remember when for gifts people will send people to plane tickets, like in the blue? Yeah, envelope? yeah, wow. I, yeah, that's I remember dated. what it looked like. Yeah. yeah, that's dated. Yeah, and also I don't know, like she gets the money, and then she comes in, and she's like, "I got the ticket." Like Girl, where, where do you, you get their where do you from? go to buy a paper ticket like they, without going to the airport? airport. Right. Why wouldn't you just go to the airport then and not and just, come back? And then she was like cutting it super close for her flight. And I'm like, you supposed to be here an hour before. Like at least. I mean, I but you know, I think that's also dated because this is pre nine eleven, like before yeah, security was like really hardcore. But still, it. like, why? Because presumably they're on the roof for like. 15 minutes yeah you know and then she's like all of a sudden I'm, the plane is gone gone she like, caught it she caught delta <laughs> i was like this is 100 percent your fault yeah like, this is 100 percent your fault yeah the monkeys song is super dated that's from the 60s that's very old yeah yurtle the turtle 
at Susan's apartment. He's like, oh, you're a little turtle, a classic. And she's like, yeah, I'm reading it to the baby. Yes. Wow, you're very detailed. Wow. Yeah, well, I just feel like there are so many in this episode. Wow, yes. That's from the 50s. Wow. (laughs) I mean, yeah. Wow. This episode is especially, like... If they ever have a Jeopardy thing, you'll kill it. Well, I looked up these dates. I, I didn't know the dates of all of these. I just knew they were Okay. Old. Well, still, that's a lot. But, yeah. And then I didn't get this. I don't know if you did. When um, Joey comes in and he's like, set another ta- another place for Thanksgiving because my whole family thinks I have VD. And Chandler goes, next time on a very special Blossom. Yes, I love that. And, yes, I remember that. Yeah. What is it? I don't know what You it don't is. remember Blossom, the TV show? No. Oh. <gasps> When when was it on? Oh my God! Like the nineties, Blossom, Blossom with the girl with the big nose, and she, she wasn't the prettiest, but she like had like she was like the underdog, quote unquote, uh, in school. Like Blossom, you don't remember? Whoa, Joy. No, I have no idea what that is. Is it it's a cartoon? A sitcom. No. Oh. Wow. Yeah, yeah Blossom I don't know was it. good. Blossom was good, and she always did the. They were um they introed it like that, like or at the end next time. On Blossom, because oh. she was like this girl going through like menopause, well not menopause, but like having her um, period. Like, like, like yeah. she was like the first real hardcore girl. Okay. Wow, you need to watch Blossom. Okay, all right. So well, it's what almost was like it Doug. What was it? TNT. Okay, so or I, TBS, one of them. I grew up without cable, so Ugh. all I had was like the basic like top like the four networks basically five networks oh yeah it didn't come on cbs sorry yeah no so that's why that's why i don't know about blossom um we had a black and white tv downstairs in my and it was like this isn't the 70s like we were in the 90s and my mom got us a black and white tv Mm -hmm. and so i didn't know i love lucy we became like one of my favorite shows Mm -hmm. and i didn't know she i thought she just had blonde hair so when i found out she was a redhead i didn't find out until i was 17 or 18 years old and she blew my it blew my mind. I went to Universal Studios in Florida uh-huh. and I saw a real picture of her. I was like, Oh she's well, I'm like, why is her hair red? They're like, she's a redhead. It, it blew my mind. It took me a whole day to get over it. That's so funny. Yeah, but I just thought because and I didn't know I didn't even know it was black and white because we had a black and white TV, so I just yeah. always assumed like that what it was. That's so funny. Yeah. I you definitely that. need to watch Blossom. Yeah. You'll get it more. It's funny. It's hilarious. And that came on at early 90s. Okay. Yeah. Got it. All right. Favorite quote. The next time on Blossom thing. I thought that was okay. hilarious. And I liked when she said the lesbian thing. I thought that was hilarious. Oh, yeah. You have to take a course. You have to take a course to be <laughs> yeah. yeah. I thought that was hilarious, too. Yeah. Um, I have a clip of my favorite quote. Wow. Show off. Do you know which one you're going to make? No. But I hear Lyme disease is open, so, you know. <laughs> Good luck, man. I hope you get it. Thanks. That was good. That was a good one. I hope you get Lyme disease. I hope you get it. And also the part. Yeah, I hope you get the part. He's like, uh, okay. It was an awkward moment. Yeah. And Rachel was like, okay, yeah. Everyone sort of did like a double take. Yeah. Yeah, it was funny. Let's get into fashion. You said you wanted to talk about outfits. Phoebe. Yes. Her outfit was the best in this episode. Which when, one? In the cafe. When the, um, she had like the 
pinstripe, big, big stripes with the br one braid. Her hair yeah. was in the ponytail. She had that one little red ribbon at the bottom. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I loved her outfit. You liked it? Yeah. I was. I did not like it. It was the coolest thing that they had on set. <laughs> Which outfit was your favorite? I didn't really write down anything that I liked. I just wrote down things that I didn't like. And you didn't like Phoebe's outfit? Oh, it was very fashion forward. It, yeah, fashion forward is the way to put it. Yeah, it was a lot of things. Fashionable? I don't, I don't know. Oh, and she had a velvet green skirt on. Really? When? On, when she was sitting on the on, on the chair in the cafe, the couch. The same outfit? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't see her skirt. See? Hmm. <laughs> she was very fashion forward. Good job, Phoebe. Yes. She also had, like, this huge printed like winter jacket just just in the <laughs> one like short <laughs> scene when joey comes in and they're all laughing because they saw the poster right i was like is it really like that, that cold. cold in here like you're inside but that was a choice yeah, that was a choice she's making a lot of choices susan had like 90s mom jeans on ross had this like super thick like cable knit sweater turtleneck <laughs> yes. in that same scene like they're all bundled up like in the coffee house and they're just like, because laughing. they're trying to make it feel like thanksgiving yeah like it's cold yeah but i'm like this sweater is like too much the sweater like swallowed ross yeah i think all his clothes was swallowing him yeah he tends to wear like really Huge, baggy big, clothes big, big like clothes yeah especially like in these early seasons yeah biggie biggie smalls yeah, yeah. Just, like <laughs> just throw it out there and then Chandler, of course, is wearing a bowling shirt. Of course. He's always wearing bowling shirts in, like, these <laughs> early seasons. He wears so many bowling shirts. And, like, bowling and, shirts and are, like, it. the thing now. Like the silk, are they the thing yeah, now? Yeah, they're, like, the silk bowling-looking shirts with the patterns. They're everywhere. Oh, I didn't know they were back. Yeah, they're back. Damn. Yeah. Well, then I guess Chandler is fashionable again. Yeah, he's fashionable again. About two. All right. All right. Fuck boy of the episode. I'm gonna give it to Ross for because he he um, broke the flower. That really got to me. <laughs> that really got like that really upset me. Yeah. 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 So he gets it for that, and the fact that he was trying to outdo um, um, her for the Susan. baby. Yeah, outdo Susan for the baby, but like, he smacked her hand. He's a fuckboy episode. <laughs> he did little things, and he was a fuckboy episode because. Every time Monica was trying to make it better, he always brought up the fact that she was worse or she wasn't as good as mom. He's yeah. a fuckboy that episode. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I totally get all of that. Who do you think? That is, is personally not my definition of a fuckboy. Okay. You know, I think in most episodes it's Joey because he's just always trying to fuck. Right. He's just, you know. <laughs> well, fuckboy to me means somebody who just gets on your nerves like it doesn't have to be like the the player so fuckboy to me is like a whole different um definition yeah and that's yeah. cool we can have different definitions yeah fuck but so fuckboy for you was especially when he was trying to get in the subway and she looks up like yeah i have to go somewhere yeah and he's like why and then he sees the poster for the first time yeah yeah and that was also like a weird scene by the way we didn't talk about that but like that chick is just like sitting in the subway like on a bench doing nothing not like, reading, not doing anything. Yeah. Really? Who does that? Yeah. Like, the only thing I can think of is, like, maybe she's waiting for a friend. But, like, she's literally just sitting there, like, in the subway. Like, Nobody like as if it's, that. like, a cool place to hang. Or, yeah. like, like, no one hangs out in the subway. Everyone gets out of the subway. She like, should have been standing up. Yeah. 
she was literally just like sitting there like waiting for joey to like approach her and then when he did approach her like at first she was like really like standoffish about it and then like, he had to like compliment her and on then her she was like i'm wearing nothing yeah it, like she very quickly in like three lines went from like do i know you to like I'm wearing nothing. Okay, but do you think nothing was, I think nothing was the actual perfume name. No, I don't think so. I think so. I think she's saying I'm not wearing any perfume. That's my natural scent. Also, I want to bone you. Oh, okay. That was the subtext. Okay, I thought she was trying to, okay. But also, yeah, it was super ridiculous how he was like, you're great at spritzing cologne at a department store. And she's like, oh my God, you don't know what that means to me. And I'm like, what is your life? Like, but you know, actually, (laughs) who are you? Like actually in New York, those people get paid like good money. Remember what? Really? Like, yeah, like more there than anywhere else. Yes. Like in New York is a whole situation. And like, um, because I worked at Abercrombie Finch. Oh my God. I worked at Hollister. I were, I was a manager at Hollister. Okay. That's great. Yeah, I totally worked at Hollister in high school. Yeah, so, you know, um, what did you do? Were you just a model or an yeah. impact team or model? Oh, definitely model. Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, oh, was, please. I would horrible. never be the impact Stop. team. Stop. That was so horrible <laughs> to me. Because I would have to hire people and put them, like, choose where they go. Yeah, yeah. And then when the impact team comes and, like, oh, well, I just, there's a chef that I can take. You know, I can switch with such and such. I'm like, well, he's a model and you're an impact. Yeah, She's like, well, I could do the floor. I know the floor better than him. And I'm like, yeah, but you're impact. And it's like, why can't? I'm like, because we need you. And they gave us this whole speech to give the people on why they're so important to be in an impact team. I'm like, it's horrible. And then did you guys also have the overnight people? Oh, my God. It was horrible. Yeah. So for people that don't, who haven't worked at Hollister or Abercrombie. Basically, what it is is like if they think you're attractive, they'll yeah. put you on the floor. If, if they, they think you're really attractive and you work at a flagship store and you're a man, you, you'll be shirtless. Shirtless um, or a spritzer. Oh, we see. We didn't have spritzers. We had spritzers. We so didn't if you were spritzer, you were like attractive. You're beautiful. You didn't have anything to do that day, but just walk around <laughs> and create an atmosphere with your shirt off and spritz. Mm. Was that you? No, I was a manager. You're the manager. So, yeah. So you were the one calling the shots. Yeah, I was the one who, picking everybody. It was horrible. Yeah. I hated that. Yeah, it was a horrible job. It was horrible. So, I so learned how to fold shirts really good. Yeah. No, I mean, my closet looks great. Yeah, it looks amazing. Yeah. But then you're a Virgo, too, so it doesn't really count. Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah. That whole, like, the thing that you, yeah, like, used to fold the shirt perfectly. I think I stopped using it, like, <laughs> within a month. I could just fold I the was shirt. Like, I was like, this is the best thing ever. Like, mm. I loved the board because it was so perfect. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh my God, but I can still, every time we talk about it, I can actually smell the store. Oh, it smells, it's so much. It was so it much. so much. So what we're talking about with the impact people is like, if, if you're, if they don't think that you're attractive enough to like be on the floor, they'll put you in the back room and the you're stock like, room. and you're like not allowed to go out of the stock room. <laughs> Like, uh, like, no, seriously, like at mine, at my location, like if anyone like they would have to, you'd have to go back there as like the model and like get whatever they, the the stock people like weren't allowed on the floor. Yeah. They weren't allowed to be seen. Or you run back there and you tell them like, I need this. And then the impact team will bring it to the, to the thing. Yeah. But like the impact people, they can wear, like they can have beards. They didn't have to really work, like, like wear the clothes, but it was horrible. Yeah, and then they have overnight people that come in <laughs> while the store is closed, and that they do totally, oh my God. they do stuff like um, changing the displays and like you know 
like they work on the floor. It was horrible. But it's while the store is closed so no one sees them. It was horrible. <laughs> yeah. I just remember um, having to say like the taglines. Like we used to have like scripted taglines. Yes, hold on. Say. Like every like in a tagline. Was it tagline for the week? Um, they used to give We'd them have to them us. for like different. Mm. Like if I was working the register, I'd have to say something about like the cologne because the cologne yes. was like, right there. But if I was working like in the men's section, the jeans. Yeah, I would have. To, I, I'll never forget this. I remember one of them was, um, "Have you tried our new low-rise jeans? They make everything look better." <laughs> and I just say that to dudes. Oh like, my in god! The, yeah. Oh my god! Oh and my I would god. come in from school with black eyeliner on. They made me take it off before I went on the floor because they were like so anti the color black. Yeah, it's like <laughs> black. You can't wear black. You can't wear anything towards it. So what I used to do is I used to play. Um, B Day just came out, so I used to play different music in the store. I used to I found out how to work the CD, so everybody loved working with me because like we would listen like Sierra, Diddy, and just be blasting music. So we actually had uh, one of those things where any customer can pick a song. Uh, yeah, so it was horrible because uh, everyone was picking the same ten, ten songs over and over again. And oh like my god, I'm getting so many flashbacks. I know. Remember, down, down, in a minute. Oh wow, I'm, I'm about to get emotional because <laughs> I remember. Oh my god. And then like we had the the um uh the um the displays where it, sh- it was like a live camera in Santa Monica. or something. Yes, we had that. It was Huntington Beach for us. Yeah. It, like, it was like a it was like allegedly a live feed of like, yeah, like this Huntington Beach, and I was like, I don't think this is live, it but I always CD. wondered that. Yeah. I, at one point, I remember I was going to spot the guy with the red shorts and just see yeah. if he was going to stay there all day. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> Guys, that was don't that, work at Hollister. Yeah, don't. I ugh. mean, you were a manager. I was just like on no, the. No, but I'm, just imagine being a manager and you have an. I used to get impact people who love like working with me. So then, like, they started to like change their style and look to you know get approved to be a model, to and you were like, no, you can't. It was horrible. That did happen to a couple people I knew that were in the stock room. Like, they became more attractive and they got onto the floor. I'm not having this conversation. <laughs> like, they cleaned their skin up. One boy, I remember, oh my God. He cleaned it. He had uh, proactive and he, like, did yeah. the whole face thing. Yeah. His whole face changed. But then we found out, because he was on the impact team really, really good, very quick. But then we find out that he literally was getting all the shipment because we had to open the door. You know, like the guy would buzz, then the manager had yeah. to come and open the door for the shipment, and then Impact will get it. You had to stand there and wait for all the boxes to come in, lock the door, and, and sign off and check all the boxes with the numbers and put it in our system. And the guy, I guess, something got to a point where he starts stealing boxes of um whole boxes, whole boxes of how product. would he get away with that? Uh, they, they, uh, he, some, some, some way the um. UPS guy would be coming down there. He'd be like, oh, don't worry about it. You know, like, um, I'm impact manager or whatever. I'll get it in. We, we're so backed up. So leave it here. And he starts stealing. But he was like, he like grand theft. Like, it was horrible because he made, like, catalogs and started selling it at the colleges. Like, it was a horrible situation. Oh, my God. Yeah, he had, like, it had SKU numbers and everything. Oh, my he, like, God. He created a whole catalog and everything. He was making money. Like, they prosecuted him. Oh, my God. You know, and people used to still, like, put shirts and cups and stuff like that. Yeah. But, like, that, he went on a whole nother level. Well, when you give people 15% discount for oh as being an employee. Oh and, like, I mean, I'm sure 
you were making more as a manager, but like I was making minimum wage. Yeah, we were getting and what, minimum like wage in Texas. Off? Okay, I got fifteen percent off, and I was making like six bucks an hour. Oh no. Yeah. I can still smell that place. Oh my god, it's horrible. <laughs> right. Well, that was a tangent, but we needed Sorry, to talk about uh, it. Yeah, we had to get it out. It, we had to talk. We people need to know. People need to know so how it's like how it is to work at Hollister and life. Abercrombie. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Did you see any jokes that have new meaning as an adult? Mm. I have one. You no. go. Okay. When he's talking, when he starts talking to the baby and he's like, so where am I aiming? And he's like, there's a a certain way that has a, that offers an acoustical advantage. Yeah. And I totally did not get that as a kid. I was like, what's that? Yeah, I can see that. (laughs) Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Or, um, I think the mom died thing was kind of dark, but now that my mom actually died, like I can see. So it's kind of, it's kind of, I'm like, oh wow. So yeah. Phoebe says that all the time. All though. the time. Like, yeah, but I was like, okay, cool. As a kid, like, oh. But now I'm like, oh, wow. There's a whole <laughs> moment for me. Oh, yeah. That's like Phoebe's thing. At one point, I don't remember what episode it is, but she says something about like, oh, like, because my mom died. And, <laughs> and, and someone's like, you can't use that to get the last muffin and this. And she's like, oh, did I use that already today? I'm sorry. <laughs> she's, like, <laughs> she's like, uses it for everything. It's funny. All right, cool. Well, those were all the the segments that I had. Did you see anything else that you wanted to throw out? Or? No, I think Phoebe had the best outfit. I'm going to stick with that forever. Okay, good. Yeah, period. Right. Yeah. Hey, you have conviction. I appreciate that. Yeah, and I was really always trying to figure out how old, ugly, naked guy was. Ugly, naked guy is such a mystery. I, I feel like he, if I had to guess how old, ugly, naked guy is, I would say like 40s. You think he's an ugly naked guy because he's old and everything's sagging? I think he's also, like, heavy. Okay. Because, okay, so there's one episode. I've actually gone down this rabbit hole because (laughs) ugly naked guy is, we never see him, Mm -hmm. ever. There's one time where we get an over-the-shoulder shot of him when Ross is trying to get his apartment and Ross goes over there and like tries to like brings him like mini muffins and is like, you know, and he like is trying to get the apartment and we see an over the shoulder of a really naked guy and we never see his face. But it's just like this like really pasty, Ugh. like sort of like heavy shoulder with like some Ugh. back knee and like Ugh. greasy, like sort of like greasy hair. Ugh. And so he's like, I don't think he. I don't think that person is like on IMDb, like credited as ugly naked ugly guy. Ugly naked guy. And so I've like gone down the rabbit hole trying to figure out who ugly naked guy is. Uh-huh. <laughs> and like no one really knows. Like a nobody's gonna claim that no shit. No one knows who that guy. He was probably like a PA. Like he probably didn't even get paid. He was just like, like over the shoulder. Like, wow, because he had no lines. Yeah, and he didn't see his face. It was Yuck. just his shoulder. But yeah, ugly naked guy. Good times. Good, good times. times. Yeah. Any final thoughts, nuggets of wisdom you want to leave with the people? About the episode? Yeah, or just, you know, in general. This is your time. Um, I would say always deep fry your turkey. Oh. It's delicious. Hot take. Yeah. Right. Never cook it yourself. Got it. Always deep fry it. Like pay somebody to deep fry it with the seasoning, like the Creole. Oh, my God. Have you ever had it? I'm vegetarian. Well, sorry. I'm pescatarian. I'm sorry. So I, I mean, I ate turkey when I was a kid, but I haven't, I haven't eaten meat since 
2008. Well, yeah, you're from Texas, so that I can understand if you're a vegan. That's a whole different, like, they eat. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, well, I'm pescatarian, so I eat fish. And yeah. I'm vegetarian who eats fish, so I vegan is a lot more difficult than what yeah. I but Well, yeah, deep fry your turkeys for all the, you know, <laughs> you know, carnivores out there. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Deep fry is really good. It's you'll eat because anytime people cook Thanksgiving turkey, I think that's the only thing that never leaves. It just stays there until you get to a point like this. You want to wash the dish and get it out the refrigerator. But when you deep fry turkey, it's so good that it gets ate like within the first two days. So deep fry your turkey, people. What is it? Just like crispier or what? It's crispy. It's it's juicy. It's like seasoned throughout the entire situation. I feel like I've heard that like every year a lot of people like get injured. Yes, or their house gets blown up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, especially in the South. Because you have the thing about it is you have to make sure it's like defrosted like all the way. If there's a little piece of ice when it hits the grease, it like combusts and it can blow up like a lot of stuff. Oh my god. So you have yeah. to like defrost it for like a week just to make sure because you don't want to die. So that's why you pay somebody. <laughs> and you let them take it to their little hut and let them do it. Oh, okay. You don't do it yourself. I we used to send it. Yeah, we outsourced it. Oh, yeah, fancy. you send it away and let them do it. Fancy, fancy. So you know the injury isn't. So you're not liable for hell no. Because you blow. You don't want to blow your apartment up. Like what happened? No. Cooking a turkey. It's embarrassing. Yeah, I remember. I used to spend like every Thanksgiving as a kid in Ohio mm-hmm. with my like extended family, and they have like a lot of land and stuff. And I remember my cousin's husband was always like i'm gonna deep fry a turkey and we'd have like that one and then we'd have like the one in you know um and they would like do it outside and like I all the way outside like yeah they, they would do it like out like outside outside like we're in ohio where it's yes. freezing and snowing um but i don't remember how they did it i don't know why i want to say it was like in a trash can it was I, like in a trash can or a big ass bucket do? yeah uh well now they it's 2019 and um, they get like metal, these metal buckets, and it's like a big ass pot, and you slow. It, it's like a, it's a whole situation. Sounds like a lot of work. It's a lot, but then if you you season it right and you leave it down there for like 15, 20 minutes, and it completely cooks it throughout. It's really good. Okay, oh all right, I'll take your word for it. I can't wait for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My mouth is watering even thinking about it. Yeah. Anything that you want to plug that you want people to check out? or This fall, I have two shows, BET Bigger, Will Packer, who did Girls Trip, and then Tracy Oliver, who actually created Girls Trip. Mm. She actually directed and created First Wives, which was one of my favorite movies as a kid, too, with, you know, Goldie Hawn. And, mm-hmm. you know, it was amazing. That's coming out in the fall. Check that out. And then iCrownMe.com. That's all my kids' books about self-love and respect. I'm coming out with a holiday book. Book number four is coming soon. Um, and yeah, just be good to each other. Be the hardest working person in the room. And you got one job every day when you wake up, and that's just to be happy no matter what. If you find a moment where you're not happy, change it. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. And don't be a people pleaser. And don't try to cook for all your friends. On <laughs> one kind of potato. One kind of potato. If not, we're only doing pizza. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you for having me. This is amazing. Yeah, thanks so much for being here. Anytime. All right, guys, that's it for this episode of I Have No Friends. I'm Leandra Ryan. And remember, ugly naked guy probably worked in the stock room at Hollister.
Thanks for listening to I Have No Friends. If you like what you hear, please rate, subscribe, and share it with your friends. If you have feedback, ideas, or suggestions, you can email me at IHaveNoFriendsPodcast at gmail.com. And you can find all my social media handles on my website, LeandraRyan.com. Looking forward to making some friends.